بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى الطيبين الطاهرين الحمد لله we are able to have once again our reflections on the whispered prayers of Imam Zainul Abidin عليه السلام and we are continuing with مناجات المطيعين the whispered prayer of the obedient ones and just now we had the uh, prayer of Fajr because here is the time of uh, Azan for Fajr and Alhamdulillah uh, we prayed so I'm sorry that I'm a bit late because Azan was just at the time of uh, our lecture okay we reached this part of the Munajat the second half of the Munajatul Muti'in and that is Allahumma hamilna fi sufuni nijatik Sufun is the plural form for Safina which means sheep like for example we say إِنَّ الْحُسَيْنِ مِسْبَاحُ الْهُدَى وَسَفِينَةُ النَّجَاهِ Hussein is the light of the guidance and the sheep of Najat means salvation or deliverance so Safina and the plural is Sufun interestingly in the same way that we say Naja, we say the sheep of the Najat means salvation, happiness, deliverance. Here we have Sofone Najat means the sheep of your deliverance, means deliverance which comes from you. This is a hint to the sheep of Prophet Nuh. Prophet Nuh, Allah Nabiyyana wa Ali wa salam, as you all know, was given an especial mercy or rahmah by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that rahmah was a safina, was a sheep. And everyone who was willing to get on board was guaranteed to be saved as you know his own son refused to get on board and the Prophet told him Ya Bunayya my dear son my little son this is something which is normally said to show your kind attitude towards someone come on board with us unfortunately his son said I don't need this I will take refuge or shelter by going to a um, 
mountain I will go on top of a very tall or high mount and that will protect me so he was thinking that he is very clever and he has got a solution and that is to go on top of a mount Prophet Nuh said La there is no protector today to protect you against Allah's affair, Allah's decision. And that is the punishment of Allah which was coming in the form of that flood. Except Allah, except those who receive Rahmah from Allah. That Rahmah was the Safina, was the sheep of Prophet Muhammad. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in a hadith which is narrated by all Muslims from different schools of Islam said مَثَلُ أَهْلِ بَيْتِ كَمَثَلِ سَفِينَةِ The example of my household is like the example of the sheep of Nuh alayhi salam مَنْ رَكِبَهَا نَجَى وَمَنْ تَخَلَّفَ عَنْهَا Whoever gets on board would be saved. Naja. Waman takhallaf anha. And whoever refuses, like the one who refused, the son of Nuh who refused to get on board, gharaq. He will drown. He will be destroyed. So, this concept is very familiar concept uh, according to Quran and Hadith. The concept of having. Safinatun Najat, the sheep of deliverance. Here we say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, O oh Allah, please carry us, enable us to get on board in the sheeps of your deliverance. What are those sheeps of deliverance? Perhaps you can say the knowledge of Allah. Ma'rafa of Allah, obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, following the Prophet and Ahlul Bayt salam. These are the things that we need in order to be saved. And here we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to benefit from everything, from every ship that helps us in being saved. And in addition to that, we want to have some pleasure. But a pleasure which comes from appreciating and benefiting the beauty of talking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This pleasure is not coming from eating or drinking or, for example, driving a very good car. This pleasure comes from munajat, whispering to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You remember we talked about the concept of munajat in very first session of this series. This series and we talked that munajat is to speak to someone who is very close to you 
you don't need to shout you don't need to call you just whisper to that person and he would understand if we think if we ponder at this point that I am able to whisper to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all the time he has given me ability and permission and indeed encouragement to call him to talk to him to whisper to him anytime then we feel very honored who in the world other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is willing to let me talk to him anytime with any problem those who are very important those who have very high positions normally either they don't have time for everyone or even if they have time maybe they don't have the eagerness to be always available for each of us so either they are not able or they are not willing but someone like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is Rabbul Alameen who has everything in his hand in his hand our life and death our happiness our salvation our guidance our sustenance everything depends and lies in his hand he says anytime you can call me this kindness of Allah this availability of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very beautiful and this is just the beginning and when you try and you start talking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you should feel so much honored that the taste of this beautiful experience would not be replaced with anything else as Imam Zainul Abidin says elsewhere Oh Allah who is the one who has ever tasted the sweetness of loving you and then he has replaced it with something else if you have something very delicious something very sweet you would not replace it with something which is not sweet or is less sweet less delicious the only thing you would be willing to replace this with is something which is more delicious more sweet more enjoyable so if someone has experienced the sweetness of munajat of talking and whispering to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he would never be willing to replace it with anything else when we look at the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the awliya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes we feel pity Oh, look at Amirul Mu'mineen, how much he has worshipped Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how much he has said his prayer, 
during night he was praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during the day he was working hard for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we look at munajat of Imam Zainul Abidin for example the dua of Abu Hamza this lengthy dua so we somehow maybe we don't say this but we feel you know pity because we think that they have put too much pressure on themselves but indeed they have been enjoying themselves this was honor for them this was pleasure for them and they feel pity for those who are not experiencing that if you are a person who loves reading and studying you will not feel bad you will not feel you know that this is an obligation this is a burden this is something that makes you mentally and psychologically you know tired no you love it maybe you reach a point that your body needs some rest but your heart is full of joy so you say okay let me have a little rest then i want to resume so this pleasure of munajat with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is something that if inshallah we experience then it would not replace it with anything else so we say very beautiful please let us enter the pools of your love Aurat means to enter from Vrud. Vrud means to enter and Aurat is to let someone enter. So we ask Allah to let us enter into the fountains, into the pools of His love. So His love is like a pool, like a sea, like a lake that if you enter then you would enjoy closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this love has such a power that definitely will affect anyone who experiences that like a person who goes into a pool is it possible to go inside the pool and not become wet it's not impossible. It's sorry, it's not possible. It's impossible. When you go into the pool, when you go into the ocean, when you dive into, a, for example, swimming pool, definitely water will embrace you, and all your body will be touched and affected by water. So love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so powerful that you can dive into it and it will embrace you and you would feel overwhelmed but in a very positive way, in a very friendly way. This is like a person 
who feels very very hot in a very hot day in summer you are sweating you feel very hot very thirsty and then you find a swimming pool in a shadow with very nice fresh clean water which is also a little bit cold not so much that it would you know for example harm you or for example make you feel bad just a little bit cool a little bit burden a little bit cool then when you have this heat you want to dive into this beautiful clean fresh and cool water and you wish that all your body would be covered by this because you have felt the heat by all your body when we have the separation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we have felt the difficulties and the pain of being separate from Allah as a, a Mawlavi Rumi says in the beginning of his Masnavi that we are like uh, sugar cane or for example special type of cane which is used for uh, playing music and he says the sound of the cane or for example uh, that instrument which is used is uh, because of being far from their root because they have been cut off from their root and now they are used by musicians he says the sound which is created by blowing into them it's the sound of separation he refers to our experience that because we have been separated from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we feel very bad we feel very lonely so now we want to get rid of this we want to have a pleasure of meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like a person who has been affected by heat he is nearly dying and he finds a cool a nice a clean a fresh pool so he goes inside and he wants all his body to be covered by this water so we say please let us enter into the pools of your love and please let us taste the sweetness of your love, your affection. Wood means love. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was asked by Allah to say to people, Tell them I don't want any reward from you except love for the kinship. Mawadda and wood 
are from the same root. Means love. Love for the household is the only thing that we are asked to offer as a payment to Rasala. We cannot give any reward, any payment to Rasulullah for what he has brought us. But by loving his Ahlul Bayt, by following them, we can at least show a little appreciation. So, Mawadda means love. Here we say, please enable us to taste the sweetness of your love, your affection. Means loving you. And then being loved by you. وَقُرْبِكَ And being near to you. He is already near to us. We need to become close to him. So, this is something that happens when you enter the pool of Allah's love. وَجَعَلْ جِهَادَنَا فِيك This is very beautiful. Everything is beautiful, alhamdulillah. وَجَعَلْ جِهَادَنَا فِيك Human's life is always full of jihad. A struggle. Our life is created in the way that we need to struggle. We have been created in difficulties. We have to struggle. Right from the time of birth up to the time of death, we have to struggle. Especially those who want something more, something great, they need to struggle more. Even those who want dunya, they need to make efforts. If, if they sit indifferent, if they relax, they don't achieve anything. Those who want knowledge, those who want reputation, those who want positions in a party, those who want I don't know, for example, having good family, good children, those who want to be good teachers, good educators, good farmers, good engineers, architectures, accountants, any type of activity that you can imagine. The only way to succeed, to be successful and to perform in an excellent way is to struggle, to make efforts. But the luckiest, the most fortunate people are those who struggle in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because their target is the most sacred thing, the most valuable thing. So if someone is struggling, in order to gain a little food or a little money or some position compared to the one who is struggling to achieve closeness to Allah it's something totally different the one who is struggling to achieve closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in a sense to find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is the most fortunate one. Imam Hussein said to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, O oh Allah, 
the one who has found you what is he missing and the one who has lost you what has he got if you have been given everything from dunya but you have lost Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the comparison shows that you have nearly nothing if someone loses all his family members if someone loses his respect and honor but he has a very good house or very good car this is not significant for him he has lost his mother father wife or husband children everyone he has lost imagine for example there has been an earthquake he lost everyone but his car is there or his house is not that much damaged he feels this is not important for me I wish I had even one member of my family left and didn't have anything in this dunya, any possession, any asset. The one who loses Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, nothing would be seeking for him. Imam Hussein says, what has he got? The one who has lost you. So, if we are supposed to struggle, if this life cannot be without difficulties, without laboring, it's better to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the honor of having our struggle in Him, in trying to reach Him, to be close to Him, to be at His service, not to be struggling for something which is not that valuable please allow us to struggle in you in your way for example means something which concerns you something which preoccupies your mind something that you want to do it please make us preoccupied with your obedience i want my concern to be to obey you instead of being all the time struggling about finding some food some halal income or for example being very ill and just wanting to be um, recovering from my illness or having bad family members, bad children, so that I'm always concerned about them. No, I prefer to have my concern only in your obedience. I want all my energy to be spent into obey you in a better way. And for sure, such a thing needs pure intention. So, وَأَخْلَسْ نِيَّاتِنَا فِي مُعَامَلَتِكَ Please purify our intentions in the way we interact with you. Mu'amala means interaction. And sometimes means transaction. Giving and taking. 
and it can mean treating someone so we want to have pure intentions in the way that we interact with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the way that we work for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our worships and in our daily activities in everything that we do we should try to have pure intention intention as we have in hadith is the foundation of the action and niyyah asasul amal is the foundation of action the action starts with intention if you don't have intention you don't do it and then not only it starts with intention it continues with intention if you have intention of praying but then you lose your intention so you stop this is why ulama say your intention must continue throughout the prayer for example you don't need to repeat always but if someone asks you what are you doing you should be able to say i am saying my prayer of zuhr for example my prayer of fajr so it starts with having intention it continues as long as you have intention and its value depends on your intention the same action sometimes is good sometimes it's bad depending on intention a prayer can be a prayer which makes us close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if we have pure intention a prayer can make us far from Allah if we are to show off so we need purity of intention please purify our intentions in the way we work with you we interact with you or as you have in the slide in devoting works to you which is close to what has been said in Arabic but not exactly the same فَإِنَّا بِكَ وَلَكَ Because truly we are بِكَ we are there because of you and we are there for you why we are here is because of Allah He is our creator He has brought us here so why we should be here the first why ask about the cause the originator who has brought us here and the second is what is the purpose we are here because of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we are supposed to be for him to work for him to be at the service of him so for we exist through you and we belong to you we are at your service and we have no one to meditate with you but you our means 
to achieve closeness to you is your own self, your own gifts, your own grace. And this is a good thing actually. Don't think that, oh, unfortunately we don't have too many things to help us. Alhamdulillah, that we have Allah Himself. And we have the word of Allah, Quran as our wasila, and we have the Prophet and Ahlul Bayt as our wasila. So we have only Allah and whatever comes from Allah as our wasila, and we are very happy because this is the best type of wasila that we have. And interestingly, when you go to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be your wasila towards Himself, the journey becomes very short. Because going to Allah to take him as your wasila, as something to help you in your journey, means that you have already made the journey. The one who follows Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's will, the one who obeys Rasulullah sallallahu and Ahlul Bayt this by itself is a success, this by itself is achievement. And on top of that, whatever else he achieves would be extra bonus. It's not like you take someone and say, you know, please come with me. I want to speak to a person and see whether he would accept to help me or not. Please be my Shafi. Please intercede for me. Please be my Wasila. But this action by itself has no value. If that person doesn't accept, you feel you have wasted your time, you feel you have troubled that person without gaining anything, you feel very bad. But when you take wasila to Allah, this wasila either is Allah Himself or something given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in both cases, just getting to this wasila by itself is achievement because you have got closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And these are types of wasila that will never be ignored. Oh Allah, please include me, place me among the chosen ones, the good. Al-Mustafa means the one who is chosen. I want to be one of the best people. I want to be one of your chosen servants, someone with whom you have very special relation, someone that you trust and entrust him great responsibilities, great missions. I want to be a very special person, but not in the eyes of people. I want to be a very special person in your sight. What do they do? They precede, they try to be the first to reach your makrum, your generous gifts, or your honor and dignity and respect. The gifts which come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all have this quality that in addition to that gift itself, you are given honor. If a king, if a president, if 
an ayatollah, a marja, sends you a pen, for example. Okay, this pen is gift. You can use it. And at the same time, it is bringing you honor and respect. The fact that you have been given a gift by such high personality, it's an honor. So, these people who are chosen, who are very good, they want to proceed to reach the generous gifts of Allah and to be honored. How do they proceed? How do they want to be first? By by being swift, by being quick, by being fast to doing good things. Allah says in the Quran, Be fast, precede others in like a competition, like a race that everyone wants to be faster, but not for anything other than forgiveness other than reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala his pleasure achieving good things al-musara'ina ilal khayrat al-'amilina lil-baghiyat as-salihat those who work in order to gain al-baghiyat as-salihat means those things which are good and they endure you know, we use this uh, expression of for anything that can remain even after you die. And still you would be rewarded for that. You build a mosque, you build a school, you build a hospital, you write a book. You do something that would remain after you. So it's baqi means it remains, it endures, it survives. And it's salih. It's good. It's a righteous act. And therefore, as long as that is there, as long as that benefits people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward you, even if you are no longer living in this world. So we want to be able to act, to work in this way of having and gaining baqiyat as-salihat those righteous deeds that can endure that can survive as-sa'ina ila rafi'ad-darajat those who make efforts sa'ina effort those who make efforts ila rafi'ad-darajat in order to reach very high raised elevated degrees they want to be excellent they want to be among the best they don't want to get a mark which is just to pass the exam they want to get a an a plus in the exam Truly you are able and you have the power 
of doing everything everything which is possible can be done by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we don't say that Allah does impossible things for example Allah makes 2 plus 2 5 this is impossible this is not shade this is not something that it's a matter of having power or not to do it it's impossible by itself it's in a sense impossible but anything which is possible he can do it and anything which is possible and is good he is willing to do it but sometimes it needs also our contribution because without our contribution that is not going to happen that doesn't make sense so we have to make efforts and we have to be 100% sure that as far as Allah is concerned, He is there to support us and He can do everything. He has all the power. And He is disposed to respond. So He is willing and He is able to help. Don't worry about Allah. Like, a, for example, a person who has exam, and he asked the teacher, are you able to teach me? Are you willing to teach me? He says, don't worry. This is my field. I have experience of teaching this subject for many, many years. I have helped many people to be the best, um, you know, students. They have achieved the best results. And I am loving you. I love my job. I want to help you. No problem, just a study. A student who is lazy or who is looking for some excuses, instead of working hard, instead of studying, he just says, are you really able to teach me? Are you really uh, willing to help me? Don't worry. Do your part. We are there to help you and support you. So the same is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is he is and he is the most merciful of the merciful if your father your mother your daughter your son your friend if they have love for you the love of Allah is the greatest he is so he has all the reasons to help you but you have to make a little efforts. You have to make few steps. And inshallah then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would help you. And we pray that inshallah Allah help all of us. Okay, let us stop here. And let me see if we have got any questions. Okay, we haven't got any question. Either it is a sign of everything being clear or sign off uh, maybe what I said was not very clear so there was no point to ask because everything was not clear inshallah it's not this case and inshallah everything was clear and I hope that uh, by finishing the second part of Munajat now you have a picture of the whole munajatu ta'in or muti'in those who are obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I hope that insha'Allah with the help of Allah himself 
and with the prayer of the Mu'mineen, inshallah we would be included among those people who are obedient to Allah, who taste the beauty and the pleasure of whispering to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whose concern is obedience to Allah, who are preoccupied with this and who don't want to spend their time, their energy and use their talents for anything other than the one which is the best, other than the one which is most productive and that is obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thank you very much for your attention. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be your guide, your support, your protector. May Allah keep you and your family and the community away from anything which is bad and dislike. Please remember us in your dua. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين